Okay, so to summarize, it's, it's, really, it's just really, really hope that the town folk thinks that Saint Cathbert attacking us is an evil deed. <laughs> we wait till we wait till we wait. We have to stay hidden because we're kind of on the run. So yeah, it's, I know this is a new experience for some of you. Trust me, I've got experience. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're we're going to need to stay hidden, and we need to wait for Cuthbert to make the first move. It's the only way this will work. Cuthbert turns up, attacks the townsfolk. We reveal ourselves, challenge him in the name of Grimstone, and we'll be rewarded by morning. Okay, then I would say everybody prepare if nobody has a better plan. I don't. I certainly don't. I would like to ask our resident Selsig character if he wouldn't mind sneaking out to the marketplace and getting me something better than a stick. I can attempt that. I, I pull out my disguise kit. Uh, I have I have hair that color. if you want it. Hmm? Shopping trip, come on. Uh, I, I, I'm going to well, go full beard and robe and people will not will probably think I'm a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if Justice needs a weapon, I have a spare hand axe that I'm not using. I don't know how to use hand axes. Oh, uh, oh, oh, we're okay. Longfellow's place. Are we, what? Can, can I re-equip my chair? <laughs> well, the chair is, is the still, the chair there. still there. I mean, the chair is there. The chair's, yes, the chair is there. All right, I would like to re-equip the chair. Um, if we summon chat and you'd be chat is suggesting they could be the deus ex on dead army from Lord of the Rings um, <laughs> yeah as the films preserve it uh, so yes um, so you could now are you going to wield the chair or are you going to like rip parts of it off I got or? nothing I got nothing else I'm going to wield the chair I got nothing else in oh, fairness, I say, I'm willing to do a shopping trip in disguise if people have some bits they want me to grab not necessarily pay for, but grab. <laughs> I I do I don't need anything, but I'm willing to give gold if it is for um to, to buy some new weapons for for um justice. If justice cash. wants a new weapon is that. I have yeah, yeah. cash in here somewhere. I, I cash. have cash. Where's my cash? I have money. I guess <laughs> where justice finds the hole in his that's, that's where all your hit points went. This is right where the cash was. Um, everyone, just slowly, the, everyone just slowly. Everyone just slowly turns box? towards Celsius. <laughs> where's, where's the money box on this character sheet? Uh, <laughs> bottom, it's, bottom of the second page. Yeah, there were just treasure. There you have copper points, silver coins, and stuff like that. Okay, so Celsig, while they're doing this, we'll figure out the money as, as he goes. But you're going to yeah. make your way out and attempt to get just a sword? What are you getting? What does um, he want? Yeah, what, what, what weapons do people want or supplies or anything like that? I didn't um, say anything specific. I'm good. Keeping in mind you are a halfling and also a halfling under disguise. Heavy disguise. Yes. Yes. Okay. My face is entirely hair. <laughs> That's how in disguise Okay, I am. great. So, so Captain Caveman goes out. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so cousin it, yeah, or cousin it exactly. 
So, uh, all right. So uh, you set out um, and you are able to, because the, the thing that actually works in your favor here is the fact that the streets are packed. This is as much as you've ever seen Tribor busy. Even the market sort of situation was nothing compared to this. There are people from clearly out of town that are in here, a lot of people in town, people kind of milling about and talking. Um, the town, normally you, you sort of see this like festive, you know, banners and, and bunting and flags and everything everywhere. Um, but you get the feeling that, that you, you kind of would have expected the town to be a little bit more joyous. There seems to be a little bit of a pall over the town. Um, you do hear some people still muttering about goings-on last night. You hear references to prison and jailbreak, and you hear uh, references to, uh, you know, the gray man, obviously. And so there just seems to be a little bit of a not as excited as you might guess, almost as if there's a sort of you know, anticipation of doom or something like that hanging over the town. But the good news is because there's all those people, they're really not paying attention to anyone in particular. So you, as, you know, the hirsute-disguised dwarf um, going forth on the road, managed to get to a couple of stands where there are some basic weapons being sold. Now, there's nothing magical here, um, anything that you could find, but you are able to purchase... Um, for relatively cheap, um, a sword. I don't know what the money is. I'll figure it out later. Um, but uh, you're able to purchase a sword if you wish. And then you could also get, like, any kind of basic armor and or, like, throwing knives. Like, any little basic yeah. stuff like that you could get. Um, but you know that you don't have a lot of time. There are definitely guards making their way around through the crowd and kind of, you know, on high alert, quite obviously. Um, but the high alert is partially just... You don't know how much of that is looking for you and how much of it is looking for just, you know, the situation of being in the middle of this really busy festival. Uh, well, I'm not wishing to waste any time and draw on due attention. I'm pretty much just going to fill up on my, fill my arrows up, replace my dagger I lost at the graveyard, uh, get Justice's sword and make my way back, basically. Simple as. Okay. Um, all right. Um uh, you, as you do that, Celsig uh, Gum, and you are leaving uh, the sort of area where you got this, one of the one of the places where they were selling the weapon, um, make a uh, perception check for me, please. Perception. Plus three. Go, 20. Okay. On As you are sort of on your way, you sort of see um, down one sort of... Uh, road basically one street as you're passing by as just as you're leaving the area where the uh, swords were um you look down and you see something that was sort of looking at you um or some person and then darted away when uh it's when he saw you this is a person who's sort of staring at you but they they weren't following you and they didn't have like they weren't obviously imposing but you didn't really get a very good look at them you just noticed that you were being watched somehow by something okay um, I take a note of that and make sure I take a slightly more roundabout route back to okay. the shrine. Maybe, you know, trying to duck through crowds, sudden changes of direction, things like that. Okay. All right. You do so. You get back to uh, the main area, the main, uh, to, to Longfellow's Shrine of Timora. Um, and you walk in to see your uh, compatriots um, ready and the girl still asleep, still feverish. <laughs> Still comatose, still feverish. And uh, Father Longfellow, who, while you've been gone, has baked a couple of uh, platters of snickerdoodle uh, cookies while you've been gone. <laughs> so I go up to Justice and hand him his sword. He says his name's Jeremy. Here you go. Mock all you want. I, that's what he told me. Uh, I suppose he told you he's a halfling thief as well. Nah, he said he didn't have any particular affiliation. He's surprisingly well-spoken. 
I'm going to glare at him intently as I walk away to a corner and grab a snickerdoodle. <laughs> okay. All right. I will. Um, I will take some time to intensely, intensely pray about all the things that have happened and that all the things that will happen, hopefully. And I also want to to dress up like in the whole cleric stuff for tonight. I want to go full cleric. Make a wisdom roll for me, please, Greta. I pulled some hoods out of my uh, disguise pack and passed them around. You put these on. You'll know when to take them off. Okay. Four. Okay. So uh, the prayer, you feel... You feel pleased when the prayer is complete. You always have a sense of peace uh, when the prayers seem to be... And and you feel a sense of peace as you complete uh, the prayer. You don't, you know, glow or levitate or anything like that, but you feel a sense of, of peace and contentment. Um, okay. Okay, and then uh, cloaks are passed out. And um, Father Longfellow, um, this I'm, you know, going to assume that we all sort of move ahead, accelerate here to maybe, you know, 11 o'clock at night or close to midnight, let's say. Pretty close. And then says, um, he says, all right, I'll be waiting here, hopefully trying to tend to this poor girl and hoping she comes out of a fever. Now remember... Your only chance is to break the faith of the people who believe. I know you can do it. Perhaps a, a bag of cookies for the road? And uh, he yes. holds up... Uh, okay. Yes. So he... <laughs> if there's anything we're good at, it's breaking things. Okay. So he hands you a, yeah. uh, he hands you a bag of uh, brand new oatmeal cookies. Um, and then uh, he nods and smiles. Um, and presumably, like, it sounds like you guys set out. Um, so... How are you getting to the shrine to the uh, uh, St. Cuthbert's Memorial? So it's you can see where you are. Sort of tell me how you're going to trace your path out. Like how do you how do you want to do it? How do how do the people move? Uh, so traditionally, what happens here is that they move through. Move that out of the way. Actually, wait. Is that justice that I just moved? I think I just moved justice. Yes. Sorry. Was it the big red guy? I beg your pardon. <laughs> I just moved His you out. I was it. like, let me move this this big log out of the way. I mean. Um, so traditionally what happens is that the people proceed in a path and what they do is, so they'll go like down the road. What? I don't want a shape. The hell is that? No, roll 20. <laughs> I wanted a freehand line. God damn it. Um, let's see. Uh, draw. There we go. Freehand. Um, so they go like this and they go down the road and they basically do loops. So they do this sort of thing like this where they go around and so on. So they, you know. More or less, I won't go through all of it, but they path all the way through town, and then the very end of the path, they go down through here to the Tribor Trail, and then make their way up to the actual ceremony. So the, there's a procession essentially, which is led um, by usually the mayor and uh, some of her, you know, some of her uh, people, her advisors, and so on, and a lot of the religious figures in the town um, as well. Um, sort of go along behind her, chanting various prayers to Cuthbert, and usually behind them are people laughing it up and cheering. You know, this is like Tribor Mardi Gras. You know, <laughs> so, so that's normally how they go. So my thinking is, even with hoods on, we are going to stick out like a sore thumb due to having a half-dragon person and a half-orc person in the party. It's all right. If it's <laughs> like Mardi Gras, then everyone's going to be dressed up and there's going to be beads being thrown everywhere, so we'll be fine. 
I say four, we should large, still maybe hooded adventurers wandering around is going to be really suspicious. <laughs> Heavily armed, just with the hood. Yeah. Like, Don't, shh, we're nobody. <laughs> two, are, two of them trying desperately to cover every inch of their skin. Are you looking at the map? Yeah. Yes. So maybe we could move this, move out back here, then move down this street I, like uh, this, yeah. and then hide behind the memorial. I'm thinking. Yeah, we just find somewhere near the memorial to loiter because we can get there ahead of yeah. everyone. Although the uh, half thought I was having was, what if we worked the crowd and spread some rumours about Cuthbert? Although I can see that backfiring horribly, so that's why it's yeah, not half. Uh, no, maybe not. Mm. And I also don't want to to move through the countryside because we might get lost or fall into a right moat or something. Yeah, so I, I think if we just... just if we just move down here. Yeah, I, I think that's sensible. Any of you guys have a flying spell? No. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fly? Bobby? Depends how hot, Justice? Depends how Justice? fast I run out of the window. It's, uh, <laughs> don't talk about it. It's a, it's a sore spot. Sorry <laughs> I asked. <laughs> Klingons right. don't Actually, like to talk honestly, I don't know. <laughs> well, if, if, on that one. well uh, if you don't know this is the wrong time to try correct yeah. <laughs> you're always welcome to try uh justice okay always okay try. we're uh we're going to give this a shot here there you go <laughs> um, yeah no uh okay. you, you, you're not able to, to uh fly at this point perhaps when oh. you become more in touch with your dragonborn heritage at a later time but uh you gotta ruin all my fun, don't Not you? Not at the moment. <laughs> you can flap your wings if you like, Sorry. flap your arms and all that. Um, okay, so uh, so you guys are going to make your way around. Are you so? Go ahead and position your figures, everybody, where you want to go, like the rough path that you want to take. I see. Just dragging his just so, yeah, just sort of you know sticking like that until we get maybe like because here looks like I mean I don't know what the scale is but it looks like if you're around here you're going to be in sight of the memorial so we can see when yeah. people start turning up. Okay, uh, Justice, can you move yours also? I'm trying to figure out where's the best way to go. So this green line is the line that the parade follows. Correct. Yeah. I want to go like this. Is is it already? Where is it at? Where we're, where we are. Uh, well, as you guys are leaving, because you're leaving not too long before midnight, so it's already kind of, well, it's been going for probably about four, half hour to 45 minutes already, so it's nowhere near here. Like, if you had to guess, it's probably around, like, there or way. something like that. Oh, so yeah. I can I can just... Yeah, yeah, they're I not there. They're not out there at the moment. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys make your way down and over... Um, to the memorial, and um, the field where the memorial lies is pretty close to Tribor, and as um, as you guys are getting close to it, uh, or get, I should say getting closer to it, you can see from a distance there are lots and lots of torches, uh, there's definitely music, and um, sort of, you know, festivals and all that kind of stuff, um, and as you get closer, you can see a huge crowd of people that is surrounding um, this thing, uh, and um, you will have to, as you get sort of close to the crowd, um, which is sort of there, you will have to kind of push your way through it, um, you know, gently. Like, you can't see the memorial from where you are, because uh, it's surrounded already, so you need to push your way through. Okay. So, uh, are you guys going to jump? I think it... Uh, what, hang on, what time does Cuthbert appear? Was it about three in the morning? 
He had told you that it was midnight. Okay, okay. And what time are we now? It's probably about mm, 10, 5 minutes, 10 minutes of. It's pretty close to midnight at this point, Okay, which is okay. why everyone is there. Um, and as you guys push your way, assuming you do push your way, do you push your way through? Well, we're gonna, probably going to have to be close enough to react so that uh, when Cuthbert starts attacking, he's not going to kill too many people. Okay. So that we can intervene in a timely fashion. So you manage to push your way through um, the uh, crowd of people slowly, because obviously if you... If you try to bull rush them, then there'll be some problems. So you manage to push your way through. They Most of them seem to be either drunk or not paying attention to you. They're sort of excited and happy. You see many, many. I mean, there's got to be, you know, probably a good thousand people plus because there's a lot of people from out of town. There are some, there's some kids here as well that you see sort of on the outskirts, sort of dancing around and playing and chasing each other in the outskirts of the town. And as you, outskirts of the uh, the circle, I should say, and it is a circle because as you get to the middle, you see that there's a pretty good space um, that has been carved out um, around the um, memorial. Uh, the memorial itself consists of a raised stone sarcophagus and a statue um, which is on the northern side of this small, neat field, which is the field being to the south of the town. And the words, Here lies Cuthbert Stoutwalker, founder of Tribor, are engraved on the side of the sarcophagus, alongside relief carvings of what look like various scenes, presumably from his life. Him defeating, like, a couple of creatures, defeating a couple of uh, wild boars, and then defeating an orc, and, like, you know, sort of involved in various heroic deeds. And the statue itself depicts a fully armored figure with a spear, and there are three dead boars at its feet. And as you push your way through, um, you see uh, this, you sort of see the, um, you see the sort of uh, people kind of gathered around it. And then there's a hush that falls over the crowd. The festival sort of calms down, the music stops. Um, and uh, one person steps forward, a rather regal looking figure, presumably a priest of some kind, and says, People! People of Tribor! And kind of looks around. It is a great pleasure to be here once again at the Festival of St. Cuthbert. And there's, you know, people cheer. And um, again, there is this sense that it's not as sort of like enthusiastic as it might have been in past years because people, there seems to be a sort of general pall over the crowd. But still, there's, you know, a fair bit of, you know, clapping and applause. And, you know, some of the kids sort of shriek in delight, mostly because they're up at midnight, but, you know, also shrieking in delight anyway. Um, and he says... Uh, and he sort of holds up his hand for silence and he says, As we all know, this has been a difficult and dangerous year. But one thing we can be certain of, and that is that St. Cuthbert, our founder, remains as always to watch over us. And he kind of holds his hand up. This brave, brave warrior, this man who defeated boars, creatures, monsters of every description, who sacrificed all he had for our city, he remains as a watchman over all of us. Let none desecrate his name. And everyone's like, ah, you know, and they're all sort of cheering and stuff like that. Um, and he says, as midnight strikes in just a few moments from now, we will see what happens when he arrives again. And everyone sort of smiles and nods and sort of chuckles and kind of laughs to each other. Um, you get the impression this is stuff that has been said before in previous festivals. It all feels sort of fairly ritualistic. Um, and he says, and now, as in time-honored tradition, I give this, I give over to, of course, the mayor of our town, Cordelia Oldfield. And there's this sort of, 
mixed reviews is what you would say. If you've ever seen a politician at a sporting <laughs> event, you'll know what I mean. You know, half of them are cheered, half of them, half the people cheer them, half of them boo them. So there's kind of a smattering of applause, a couple and then a few. And in the distance, someone is like, vote Sharky. And then there's, that's quickly sort of shut up and everyone's like, just kind of looks around and there's a murmur. Um, and uh, Cordelia doesn't say anything. She just, you know, steps forward and says, hello, good people. I am, of course, your mayor and the leader of Tribor. It has been my honor to take over from the great St. Cuthbert. I know we have gone through some difficult moments, but I believe that with all of us together, all of us here, we will find a way, finally, to overcome the evil that confronts our town. Very soon, I suspect, we will find ourselves moving into a great new future. And until then... I ask that we all enjoy ourselves and celebrate the history and honor of what it means to be a resident of Tribor. And there's kind of a, you know, smattering of applause, golf claps from people, um, and uh, so on. And uh, as she uh, says this, there's sort of a, um, there's some, there's a, whis- there's a commotion, basically, from behind her. And there's kind of a whispering and a... And um, someone pushes his way through the crowd on the opposite side from where you guys are standing and uh, stands out. And it's um, a man who has got like he's got a sort of dark ripped cloak. Um, He's got a kind of a rough dark tunic. Um, He's wearing a hood. He has a scar down the left side of his face. Um, And uh, he has got uh, sort of a a not very neatly trimmed beard, um, which is flecked here and there with gray. Um, and as he steps out, he's uh, got about three or four um, people behind him, all with uh, short swords and armor. And um, he looks uh, sternly at Cordelia and he says, So, you thought you could get away with making a big show for yourself, eh? And Cordelia sort of stares at him coldly and says, So, Sharky, you've decided to make an appearance, have you? That's right, I have. The good people of Tribor, and he turns around and says to all of them, know what a failure of leadership you've been. They know that there's some who's tried to help people in these straits, and it sure ain't been you. It's been fire and flame. You remember, good people? And you hear some sort of murmurs in the crowd. It's been hiring out-of-towners to do your job for you. Am I right? And then you hear some more muttering and sort of agreement. It's been people breaking out of jail because you can't be sure who to trust and who's safe. So I ask you, good people, can you trust this woman, and he points at Cordelia, or would you trust Sharky, someone who's been living on the streets with all of you? And he sort of looks around, and a couple people you hear start uh, from the crowd say, The time's come for Sharky! Hold the election now! Down with Oldfield! He's like, that's right, that's right, the time's come to change. And I tell you in the Feast of St. Cuthbert, this woman, and he points at her, has lost her right to be our leader. And he sort of looks around and all of his ones, and you can tell behind you, you hear some stirring and a lot of ugly whispers. Um, all of you, Greta, Justice, Unrash, Celsic, you hear utter whis- uh, you know, whispers about that's right and the time has come and we're sick of her and all this kind of stuff. Um, and they seem to be getting um, riled up. And um, as he steps forward, he says, fortunately, I have an alternative. I advance myself as a candidate for this office. And the mayor sort of laughs and says, Cordelia says, ha, ha, oh, really? You think you're a candidate for mayor? 
You're a common criminal. I have half of your people in the jail. And you hear from somewhere in the crowd, what's left of it? And everyone sort of laughs and kind of, you know, sort of jokes among themselves. Um, and uh, all, so they're all sort of kind of talking to each other. And Sharky says, that's right. And so I'm going to ask the good people of this town to support me right here and now. We don't need an election. Almost everyone's here. Who do you want, people? Someone who's one of you or someone who's one of them? And so you hear Some, start Someone hearing. who defeats the gray man. Okay. Yeah. So you hear this noise. What and about so you the gray say, man? So Greta says that. And you hear some people saying gray man. And with that... You see the moon has sort of risen above you. It's not quite full, but you see the moon has risen above you. And you see, um, you hear in the distance a bell chime. And as if on cue, from the, uh, from the sarcophagus, the lid of the sarcophagus suddenly burns with cerulean fire and then begins to slide open. And taking a step back, so Sharky steps back a few steps. He looks a little nervous to you, so do his men. Obviously, um, Cordelia Oldfield is kind of like, you know, steps back as well, not knowing what's going on. There's a murmuring, and someone says, It's it's St. Cuthbert! St. Cuthbert's come back to help us! And then one gray hand pulls out on the side of the sarcophagus and pulls itself up. And over the edge of the sarcophagus, you see this horrific face. It is definitively not a wraith, or at least it doesn't look like any of the wraiths that you've seen before. Instead, it looks like something very different, he said, as he waited to pull up the image that he had but accidentally shut his web browser. Um, please do not show me mine. There we go. Smooth. Here we go. I've got it. I got it! <laughs> I figured it out, people. All right. Here's what you see. I'm going to show it to everybody on chat. So, just capturing the window. Bear with me just a second. This is all part of the plan. Tension's killing me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. Damn stream delay. Here we go. <laughs> now I got it. Now you guys will be able to see it, and chat will as well. This creature pulls itself over uh, the top of the... Wait, 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 wait. There we go. <laughs> You say this, we have to wait for the stream delay. Oh, That's an updated yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, it's okay, nearly naked. It. It's naked. Okay. It looks like me. It looks like my character. Would it be okay <laughs> if I kind of just ran up and stabbed it? That's the well, plan, but wait for the moment. I'm going to, I'm going to ask everybody about it. So, um, so it steps up um, above it and it hisses. And um, what it looks like, yeah, it is not Gene Simmons, despite the tongue. Um, and, uh, it pulls itself out and, uh, you are fairly, um, familiar with this. Uh, actually, Justice, you've studied this, Greta, so have you. Um, Unrush and, uh, Urash and Selsig, you may have heard rumors of this, but certainly Justice and Greta know that what you are looking at is a ghast, a terrible undead creature created from malice and evil. And as it pulls itself, um, from, uh, the top of the sarcophagus, it looks around, and you hear then sort of shouting from the crowd a horrible shriek. And coming out of the crowd, you see Smithson 
charging directly at this creature. You killed my brother! And he comes running oh, at the God. creature. Somebody and the trip creature him! Somebody trip him! Backhands him back into the crowd. Stopping? Like, basically just yeah. smacks him and he goes, Poosh, and goes flying backwards and lies on the ground right before the crowd and goes still. At which point the crowd goes nuts. The entire crowd scatters like they're all sort of running here and there. Cor uh, Cordelia Oldfield falls back. So does Sharky and some of her men. And with that, I need initiative from everybody. Yes. Now would be the moment. As a roll of initiative, I am that was the moment for your anger. And whip back my cloak. <laughs> All right, let's get ourselves some music here, people. Oh uh, yes. Where's my, where's Where my epic we? battle music? Uh, where's my damn initiative. There we are. Uh, oh. Where's my damn music? D twenty plus modifier. Yeah. See, no, Hansa. Oh, I know, I know. I was trying to find a ghast, and it kept popping up the freaking Minecraft ghast. Not that goddamn ghast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, good god. Yeah. All right. Look at that! There goes uh, my one my, crit of the stream. <laughs> my uh, my initiative is Y rolled plus one. I just forgot to put the plus one, unfortunately. Okay, give me a second. It's eighteen. All right. Well, I'm just making sure I get my. Hold on, I'm trying to get the music working. Uh, all right. It's okay. I'm trying to remember how to roll initiative. Okay, Chad, um, can you guys hear the music in the background? D20 and your dexterity modifier, if I remember correctly. That's correct. How uh, how long are we going today, Arv? It's, it's, it's almost... Seven. Yeah, I know it. Um, well, it depends, because technically, I mean, we could have the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers and end it before the final battle. I can go a little longer, but I know it's late for you guys. We don't have anybody after us, so... Um, I, I, I'd have to throw a vote in for a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's a one a.m. for me. I have to admit. Yeah, I, it, it is was... midnight for me. I don't mind if if we think this is going to be a really quick fight, but I don't know if this is going to be. I really... don't think it's going to be quick. Yeah. Kind of looking at fight and wrap up, really, because it's kind of a climax. So yeah, it is a little. I bit. get that. I don't. I, I mean, I'm fine but... whichever way. So um, yeah, it's up you to know, you guys. People I, have I, to go. People have to go. I get that. It's it's up to you guys. I didn't want to railroad us, but uh, you know. I can't. I can't go any longer than like five more minutes. So. Okay. Yeah, Next time, okay, pen and pixels.